Are you ready to experience something extraordinary? Cultural gems in Croatia, ancient temples in Asia, art in Italy. We'll take care of everything. Flights, accommodation, excursions, local guides and all that planning. Travel department, let's see more. Hello, I'm Conor Faulkner and this is Driving Life. Welcome to episode 32, where I meet Tony Scott, co-founder and driving force behind the Young Scientist exhibition. The brainchild of himself and his very great friend, Father Tom Burke, as far back as 1965, and now known as the BT Young Scientist and Technology Exhibition, the event is back in person in the RDS this year, and Tony continues to lead and inspire the next generation. I've been very privileged to be involved myself in recent years as a judge, we talk about the event and how the Young Scientist winners are chosen, and he fondly remembers Father Tom as he reflects on the long-running success. Don't forget to check out earlier episodes and other chats. It's all there on seniortimes.ie or wherever you get your podcasts. So now, let's go and meet Tony Scott. Tony Scott, hello and how are you? Well, I'm great to see you, Connor. I'm, I'm as I say, sitting down, waiting to, to chat to you. And like you, I'm looking forward to being in the RDS on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday and seeing these wonderful young people at the Young Scientist. Yes, such a buzz about it and, and brilliant to be back in the RDS. Um, we're, we've been virtual for two years. Um, the whole world reacted to the pandemic, but it wasn't so impressive how something as complicated as the Young Scientist was able to be run so successfully virtually. Absolutely. It's a credit to BT that they were able to pull it off. Uh, I was always doubtful if they could, but mm. they did it and it was two very successful years. But it missed something for me personally, because I think part of the joy of, at the Young Scientist is sitting down with the students and interacting with them in that way. Yeah. And it, okay, you can do it with, with Zoom and all of these things, but it's not the same thing. No, it isn't. I mean, the, the, the richness of the experience has just diminished, isn't it? And yeah. human contact, human contact. You know, we, we didn't evolve to talk to each other via screens. We evolved, no. um, yeah, to, to, to meet. Um, and we're going to meet again Ed, um, this week, Tony, which is which is brilliant. Um, yeah, well, you'll be, you'll be part of the opposition, of course. I'm in a different section. Ah. I'm CPNM. Are you S&B? I'm S&B. I'm S&B. Oh, but you shall get into shows. We shall get into the minutiae of this, uh, just to explain to people as, as it, what we're talking about. Um, I, I've been very privileged over the last number of years to act as a judge at the Young Scientist Exhibition. Um, uh, and listen, it, it highlighted the January, to put it mildly. It's a great way to blow away the January blues and a fantastic opportunity to meet the youngsters. There's just a huge thrill in, in meeting the youngsters. And, and I'm one of those screening judges who will, um, you know, with a panel, will will visit projects and score them and they then percolate upwards in a, a very rigorous um, academic uh, process, screening process, Tony. Um, and then through that crucible, um, you know, the, the, the talent really does come through some fantastic, fantastic young people. Mm -hmm. It's always very difficult. I mean, the students, all the students, are, in my view, are winners. But of course, you have to pick somebody who gets to, the, as you say, to the top. But the process by which it's good, it goes through and all the steps we take, I think we can honestly say that the person who is the who 
wins the title, young scientists deserves it. And they've been through as rigorous an investigation as one, for example, almost going forward for a PhD. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's and, amazing. I, I, we'll talk a bit about the judging experience. I, I'd, I'd like to circle back to it. But of course, the event itself, uh, uh, storied history. The, the first event was in 1965 um, and it was founded, for, for, in case anybody doesn't know, it was founded obviously by yourself and by, by Father Tom Burke um, mm. all, all those years ago. Brilliant idea. What was the germ of the idea, Tony? Well, the germ it was it was both of us were doing research in New Mexico at the time, 1963, and Father Tom heard of an event called a science fair. Mm. Now I didn't know what a science fair was. Could be like book fair, as far as I was concerned. <laughs> at that stage, I didn't know. But we, we learned more about it. And actually, I couldn't actually attend the one in Albuquerque because I was going back on, I was going on to do some work in Berkeley. But anyway, Father Tom told me about it. And when he, we, mm. we got back together in, into Belfield in, in end of September, beginning of October, he told me a little bit more about it. And we put our heads together and see, could we replicate it in Ireland? Mm. And the reason for it was both of us were, well, obviously we're on the staff in UCD in physics, and one of the courses we taught between us was the HDIP course. Mm. And it was the encouragement of getting young young people to, to become teachers and so encourage uh, young people to take up science. And the country at that time was, wasn't very good wasn't as, as far advanced in technology as it is today. Sure. And we think we saw a gap there that maybe we should be pushing young people to go into these areas and maybe the future of Ireland would depend on people like this. So to encourage young people to do science and engineering, we thought, well, let's give it a try. It may work or it may not work. And it was it, it was visionary, really. I mean, it, it, it is now firmly established as an annual um, competition for uh, secondary schools. There is a primary school element as well, which is brilliant, uh, but principally it's for for secondary schools. Um, and so the youngsters bring forward these superb projects, and you know they get scored. And it has been a model, Tony, has it not, for for um, other international competitions that have tried to copy it. Uh, there, there's a European oh, yes. version too. Yeah. Yeah, we we've uh, um, an ex we have a copy in Tanzania. We have a copy in in uh, Kenya. We have mm. a copy in United Arab Emirates. And then in June of last year, as it was now, twenty twenty two, we had our first exhibition down in Jordan. So it's it's spreading all the time, and we've more countries are wanting to jump on our coattails and set yeah. up a, a similar exhibition. And we have a, the, the board has a kind of a, rec, a decision that we, we'll try and take one or two, one every two years or thereabouts, because we want to have a good foundation and to do things properly. And all you want is something to go wrong somewhere in the world and reflect, reflect back on us. And that we don't want to happen because we have, in all humility, I think we have a good product and oh, yeah. realize it and want to use it. Yeah. And of course, the, the, the normal people will, will understand and will know the Young Scientist Exhibition. It was the Aer Lingus Young Scientist Exhibition for many, many years, BT laterally, um, but great continuity between the two. And it's a fantastic fair that you go to of a January. Uh, there's probably a fun fair on the other side of the concourse. And, you know, you there bring is, the family yes, for in. Those who, who, who want to do it. <laughs> yeah, those who want to do it. Uh, you bring the family in. In my case, a change from the normal Leinster match. And uh, we go down to the RDS and, uh, and 
have a look around these fantastic stands and meet the youngsters. There'll be things like, you know, robot demonstrations and, uh, um, you know, sciencey bits and pieces and great and tremendous fun and, and brilliant for young people. Um, but there is a serious process happening here in terms of, of selecting those projects on, uh, on their merits. And there have been some sensational projects that have won it over the years, have they not? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I don't want to single anyone out, but you, there's various names that whose names appear regularly in the in the business sections of the papers who have done superbly well. Um, and but they're they're as far as I'm concerned, they're all winners, and they're part of this marvelous family we have of young scientists winners. Uh, some of them now refer to me as the grandfather, which is kind of. <laughs> You know, given, given that uh, it doesn't even tax my arithmetic too much, Tony, to figure out that if you were a, a founder in 1965, um, then, um, yeah, you've certainly long track record, put it that way, put it that way. Well, I always say, I always tell people I was three years old when we started. Must have been, yeah, must yeah, have been. That was that's trying to keep myself young. <laughs> yeah. Well, you've been achieving that because you're extremely active um, in, in individual. And I know I tend to meet you in January, which is obviously a very busy time of year for you. But um, as I say, if you want to get something done, ask a busy man. And and we have all the the, the um, arrangements in place. You're expecting to meet on Uchtaron again for the opening ceremony, I hope. Yes, he's. He, I met him during the year and I asked him, will you be coming to the Young Scientist? And he sort of looked at me as if, why, why won't I be there? And he, he, of course, he's, he turns up. And I think the amazing thing with, with uh, the President, Michael D, is that when he's giving the talk to the students, their attention to what he's saying is incredible. Amazing. I've, I've never seen that. I, the first time I saw him do it a few years ago, um, and, you know, he's he's of his vintage, Michael D, and everybody knows him, um, but he had, you know, 2,000 young people cheering him to the rafters was absolutely yeah. extraordinary and, and and rightly i mean he was so uplifting in 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 what he was saying to people it was hard not to come out of the place feeling inspired and and, and people did yeah yeah absolutely and they they basically hung on every word he was saying and really i mean they concentrated on him and it, it, it wasn't out of it was because they were interested in what he was saying and what he was trying to to encourage them to become and yeah. i think that and he does that year on year on year. Sponsored by Expressway. With My Expressway, free travel pass holders can reserve their seats online at expressway.ie or at our ticket machines in stations. Are you interested in trying a new smartphone but still a little unsure? Do you want a phone that offers larger icons with louder sound and an interface that has technology designed for seniors? Well, why not choose from the Doro range by simply visiting doro.ie. Doro, make friends with innovation. It's a great cure for cynicism and um, for people who are feeling sort of slightly jaded and adult yeah. about the world. Um, just go down and meet those, uh, um, you know, meet those teenagers for the most part and and, and listen to them. It's humbling how brilliant they are. And in terms of the actual process then for, 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 what, uh, for what judges do or for what students have to do, um, there's a couple of aspects to it. In, in the first instance, projects are pre-filtered. So those that make it through to the RDS um, will have achieved a certain standard. 
standard. Um, uh, now, great that every kid in the country has a go, but a degree of rigor is applied in the first instance. So the projects that we see there, um, you know, the, 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 those are already marked out as of reasonable quality. Is that right? That's right. Well, you know, because you do screen, we call them screening judges. And of yeah. course, the, the, we, we pick 550 to, to be present in the RDS because that's about the number we can handle within the mm. two and a half days, three days of the judging process. And we don't we, we don't reject the others. We, we say they, they haven't qualified or what have you. Yeah. Uh, and we always send them a certificate to indicate that they have entered the, the Young Scientist competition or exhibition, as I like to call it. And we hope that they'll come along. And we, as you know, when we deem them not to be qualified to be in the RDS, we have to give them reasons why they yeah. haven't made it. And hopefully they will take the feedback from um, people like yourself and myself and build on their project and come back next year and maybe get into the RDS. Yeah, and it should always be, and I think it always is, it should always be a positive experience for the students. Oh, uh, absolutely. No matter how absolutely. far their project takes them. So then when, when they get to the RDS, there, there are four different categories of judging. Um, uh, there, there's Some of them are the hard sciences, uh, the hard sciences, physics and chemistry, etc. Uh, your own case, of course, uh, physics, Tony. Um yeah. Uh, I, I, and uh, you, you've seen a lot of quality come through that category over the years, and and that category has produced winners over the years, hasn't it? Oh, it has absolutely. Yeah, the, the, it's it's an interesting one, but I mean, I get fascinated. I, I go back about, oh, we'll say X years, because I don't identify as a student. <laughs> but the the project, he was a junior individual project, I think, as far as I remember, and he was showing how you can generate electricity. From two metals and a and a, and a lemon, <laughs> and uh, you know it's, it's electrolytic. Put sticks two yeah. piece of copper, piece of silk in, into a lemon, and he got it to light an LED, and it was marvelous. And he was so enthusiastic about it. And so while I was sitting down beside him, I said, "Well, what happens if we had two lemons and we joined them together? What would what would the result be?" So he said, I don't know. So I sat down between us and we did a little experiment together. <laughs> and that for me was was uplifting because he was prepared to take in a little bit of extra knowledge mm. and to do more discoveries and shows you that they have this spark of inquiry, which I think all good scientists should have and will have. And he, he did it. And we had great fun with that. I think he was 12 or 13 year old. I don't know. I can't remember his name, but I enjoyed that. It stands out in my mind. Yeah. And the category that I judge amongst a large panel of judges is the social and behavioral sciences, which, um, you know, as as the various disciplines slag each other, that can be sort of perceived a little bit as being like the sandpit, Tony, can it? You know? <laughs> we tolerate you. We tolerate you. Um, but of course, you know, much human activity is in that social and behavioral area. Oh, and, you yes. know, th this is where students will bring forward projects that, um, for example, can look at things like, um, you know, gender identity issues and mental health issues and mm. environmental issues in many cases, lots and lots of the preoccupations of the day get reflected in the projects mm. submitted by the students, aren't they? Yeah, well, I think, Moni, you the winner, was it a year or two mm. ago about the effects of uh, gender balance on 
how how students what they decide yeah, as, to do in future as, as young as seven and he had done an extraordinary yeah. uh, extraordinary amount of work and and often with the the, the student projects they've um, you know they're, they're necessarily limited because they are student projects in terms of the scope of what the guys could take on but the methodologies devised the the, the logic applied um, is absolutely first class in in many cases they're they're readily scalable uh, projects which is which is you know one of the positives about them. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they start off with an idea and with the support of their parents and their teachers and they get advice, they develop it in the most, with great methods and you, they, they, they can see problems in the method that they're, they're following and they make, they adapt it to suit the problem themselves. So I think as examples of inquiry and discovery and learning and producing the results they're exemplars for others and people yeah. should go along and just see what they can do and so just talk to the kids it's inspiring in itself just 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 talk to the youngsters about the projects they've done it's absolutely fantastic um and can't but give you hope for the future um so in, in terms of our process then tony th those four categories of judging the social and behavioral the physics the the um the, uh, biological and environmental and Etc. Technology, yeah. 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 E each of those will will essentially bring forward uh, category winners, um, and will then, in an academic sense, do battle with each other, literally. And we, blood <laughs> um, is spilt by the judges. Spilt, yeah. Um, and and it, there's a the degree of professionalism to the process because you know you do have to check for things like plagiarism and and because you're awarding a significant academic prize. Yes. Oh, well, we, we do try to run checks on plagiarism as much as you can. But I, I think when you bring, a, a, you know, if we get to this, what we call the semi-final stages, when we each category, be it individual or group, have to bring forward two projects. Uh, and they are investigated and questioned by judges from the other categories. Mm. So there's a wealth of knowledge coming up the, these projects from four different quadrants, if you like, and questions are asked of the judges and uh, of each other, mm. and this can sometimes raise questions. Maybe, maybe they should have done something slightly better, or this is really very good. We let's let's go and dig a bit deeper and see what's in it. it it's a it's a, a, a almost a falseness. Not well, saying. It, 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 it's um, not quite adversarial, but it's certainly advocacy based. And, and you know, all of the ideas and projects are, you know, as to coin the phrase, a, a, a test your idea, bring your idea out onto the terrace and beat it with a bat up, down and sideways and see if it survives it. And uh, so there is really a crucible through which the, 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 the students and the projects are filtered before uh, before a winner is chosen. Well, even as you know, that we we go forward with the, each category brings forward two to the semi-final stages, mm -hmm. and there's two semi-final stages. There's the uh, like the hurling and the football. We have the groups and the individuals, and then from the semi-final stages, each has to bring forward has to bring forward two projects. Mm -hmm. So we get eight projects in the final. Um, session which is again judged by with we bring in one of the one of our board members mm. from the board of the young scientists to act as a chairman so judges don't uh well to make, to to make sure they stay well behaved <laughs> oh, well that putting it very politely and then at the result of another hour and a half or two hours 
the the winner will appear pop out from the top. But generally, well, earlier the white, on, the white smoke emerges from the from from the conclave. Yeah, but you you generally get a feeling this one is going far. You know, you you might mm. be able to put your finger exactly on it because you haven't seen if you're a group, you may not have seen what's coming through from the individual, or vice versa. But you can get a sense. Well, yeah. we have something here. This one is going far. I can. And, and the judges will chat to each other too. So you know, you oh, absolutely. As you meet somebody, you say, you know, do you think you've met the winner? Have you met a superstar? Yeah. Um, and of course, some judges have amongst the five hundred and odd projects. Um, some of those yeah. sensational ones. Um, and look, if you look at the the caliber of people who've won it, uh, I mean, for for example, Patrick Collison, who went on with his brother to to establish Stripe. Um, yeah. There's just you know some top caliber stuff. Off emerging through it. Yeah, absolutely stripe. And then you had Shane Kern a couple of years ago. That's and nice. you've all, all of these these people, of course. But I I was with Patrick, of course, Patrick and John, they're, they're great people to talk to. Yeah. Um and look, in a broader sense, Tony, I, I, I think one of the great virtues of something like the the young scientist is is in the area of of popularizing uh, science and 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 rational thought. For I mean, for this podcast, one of the chats I had was with Leo Enreich, the science commentator. Mm-hmm. Um and he's very strong on that. I mean, he, he considers the scientific outlook to be the you know main vaccine against ignorance and and uh, the problems that that can cause in societies but the other thing i think you you notice is as i have if you see the young people when they come in on the wednesday and they, at the they're all kind of nervous and they're all sitting in their little yeah. areas and there's very little interaction but if you see those young people how they have developed in two and a half days and their interaction with them, not only with themselves, but with students in other categories and with the general public. Yeah. They have suddenly matured, if, they, if I can use that word, from being you know, student, school students into people who are, have yeah. got ideas to do and who have ideas to develop. Yeah, and you, I think the young scientist does that for them. Yeah, you can almost literally watch them grow. Um, Absolutely, and and, and and brilliant to see that happen. Um, you can't, I think, do a role like the promotion of the young scientists without being inherently optimistic about the future. Um, are you optimistic about the future, Tony, or, or do do you see sort of black clouds in human history at the moment that scare you? No, 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 no. I, I, I I'm an optimist by by birth, I suppose. And every year when you see the young scientists, you can see my optimism is, is founded on reality in the sense that every year we we have 550 projects, maybe 12 or 1,300 students, 1,400 students there mm. who are the future of Ireland. Let's face it. They're the people who would come after us and keep this country developing. And you wouldn't have these large companies here in this country. Now, if there wasn't talent available for these companies, come in and make use of and I think that's the reason why you have the sort of the Intels, the Amalongs, all, all of these large companies coming here, because we have very, very intelligent, bright students who have the necessary background knowledge to be able to assist them to develop. And these these international companies just don't come here for the yeah. for the green grass and the sun and the rain. They don't. And it do creates that. its own its own clustering effect. We're we're growing it a does. culture of of innovation and and support, which is you know the Ireland of the nineteen sixties, into which um your, your yourself and Father Tom pitched this uh, this concept. 
God, it was a very different world to state the very obvious, wasn't it? But but even compared to other countries, as opposed to just the absolute progress of technology, but even compared to other countries, Ireland was far behind, wasn't it? It was. I mean, emigration was, I mean, emigration was, was more or less built into your 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 genes because when you did you finish your school or you finish your university or whatever basically emigration was was just there for you and we both father tom and i wanted these people if possible to have a future in this country and develop this country and it's it's worked out that way surprisingly Yeah, well, it sure has. And, and uh, you know, yours has been one of the shoulders to the wheel in terms of what's made um, what's made what's made Ireland such a success in that regard. Uh, you must be very proud of it, uh, Tony. And I, 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 do, do, do you miss Father Tom? Do you suspect he's. Looking- oh, terribly, terribly. You see, it's a, it's a unique relationship with Father Tom. Uh, as you know, Father Tom taught me in Turner College. He taught me maths and physics in Turner College. Yeah. And then. I finished and I went into UCD and, be, and did science and went on and jo- I joined the staff. Now, Father Tom, of course, in teaching me maths, already had a master's degree and a doctorate. Hmm. So a vacancy occurred in the physics department and Father Tom applied and, and joined the staff in the physics department. So here the two of us were meeting together, ex aequo almost, from being the teacher. And then we started doing research together and we've published scientific papers together. So it's a unique arrangement that came Mm. about from being teacher to being collaborator to being the young scientist. Yeah. Uh, and now you're old Tony Scott. Uh, there, there goes the circle. <laughs> there goes the circle. Yeah, I mean, I remember Father. I was with Father Tom the morning he died. You know, it was terrible to see him there. And I remember going. I was there in the in the in the hospice, and the doctor said, "Yeah, you can slip home for your lunch." So I slipped home for my lunch, and I was barely sitting down. They rang me to say he's he's gone. What year was that, Tony, that he passed? Oh, it was about ten years ago, as far as I remember. Yeah, yeah, it really was. But he he was he was different. We used to, you know, even went on holidays together, and and doing research with him was an interesting for the for the two was meeting together. And there's aspects I remember. Just one of the things looking into the drawer of of the physics department, our lab in the physics, and the arrival of the first Boeing seven seven four seven. Oh, fantastic. Flying over, going into Dublin Airport, little incidents like that just remind ah. me, but. He, a, he, a, he a, was, life, he, a lifetime friendship, uh, kind of rich. Was, but he was unique. He he was unique, and I'm in awe of what he. Well, obviously, he he taught me very well to get me, get me into university, and uh, working together was a joy. Ah uh, well, um, so we we we'll, we'll raise it last to him at some stage over the uh, yes. over, over the coming days, um, and as I look, I say it's going to be absolutely fantastic to be back into the RDS again. Um, you, you, I presume, Tony, have have no intention of 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 stepping away. You're going to keep um actively working in the space for the moment. Well, let's say shoot me. Unless they shoot you, um, which which uh, doesn't see, well, but that may have to be done eventually, but perhaps it not. Might for have to be. Yeah. Well, no, I tell no, you what. I, let's give it I, another I, sixty I, years I, or as so. As long as I can contribute, I will be there. That's the way. My yeah. dad always said to me, "Look, don't go if you're not wanted. Don't go in." And the other thing he always said, if you do something for somebody, don't stand around wait to be lauded or congratulated. Go to the very back and and just go and do something else. 
Well, so, you know, that's good. Time. That's that's good advice. But I, I think I will dig a spot right now to laud you and congratulate you, Tony, um, because it, it, it has been an outstanding success. It's become a cultural touch point and something that everybody in Ireland is very proud of. Um, and, you know, it grew from that fantastic idea and the dedication behind it into something that's absolutely terrific and restores my spirits every January. Uh, and I think does that for a lot of people. The the, the BT Young Scientist and Technology Exhibition, um, which which is the 13th to the um, 17th of January this year, back in the RDS. Which is great. Which is great. Um, Tony Scott, a, a great pleasure to talk to you and thank you for having the chat. Um, and look, I, I, I look forward to seeing you in the RDS. Indeed. And uh, of course, we'll be both will be rooting for our own special specialities. Ah, but pistols we'll, at we'll dawn. still be friends. Yeah, pistols at dawn, and then we'll be friends at, at six paces. <laughs> Tony, that's fantastic. Thank you very much. Not at all. Good luck, Colin. So that's Tony Scott. I hope you enjoyed the chat. Let me know if you have any thoughts on it. Get in touch on connorfalknan at gmail.com. Do remember that you can access the full Driving Life archive of previous episodes at seniortimes.ie and we're done. Drive safely, live happily and come back and see us again. An will phone poke a newowet, an will knappy no fum nis orjoet. Nis eskalehusaj, faker no phone in takata gwin, on show, egg daro. An von klishte is dani, gidi gohan la hai glina, agus taskina. Tarod egen, gogachtina. Tanismo olis, egg, daro.com.